let's go ahead and kick this thing off proper. Welcome back to another episode of Brevity Box, episode 29, with a a weird twist. You guys may have noticed that there was not an episode dropped this week, and there's a really good reason for it, like a really uh, a big, hmm. understandable, good reason, like a very hmm. um, okay. almost like a catastrophic state of emergency type of reason that may have caused our little delay. And I don't know. If you, if you don't start giving me some facts, I'm going to scream fake news right now. Fake news. So uh, I, I no think idea. most of the time you guys know that I'm, I'm always talking about how I'm in New Orleans and <laughs> live in New Orleans. And uh, yeah, nobody's ever heard say of it. it. Come on, come on. Say it like you actually live there. I'm from New Orleans. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, no. no you're from, you're from Nolans. I'm from Nolans. Nola. Nobody there calls it Nolans, but yeah, Nola. Um, yeah, so my wife and I were and are for the first time evacuated from our home and our state. I guess you could say we're uh, totally privileged refugees. But in case you didn't know, and a lot of people aren't paying attention to this, uh, Hurricane Ida, hurricanes are a thing, like a real thing in the South. And we had a very fast moving, almost uh unheard of hurricane make its way across the gulf turbocharged from cuba turbocharged and it hit with a lot of force and i'm not here to educate you on all things hurricane just let me tell you that i've definitely been through a hurricane living there in new orleans some smaller ones usually they're measured on a scale from one to five and i've i've been through a category two which is still really fucking scary and more wind and water than is easily explained and this one was going to show up as a category four maybe a category five which is worse than what katrina was and again if you hadn't heard of it the big fucking storm that blew the shit out of the city back in 2005. And some people and, uh, say it's the reason why George Bush allegedly doesn't like black people. <laughs> Kanye West. That's a hell of a callback. One of my favorite live TV moments of all time. The look what? of shock on Mike Myers and Chris Tucker's face is classic. When it got to, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it is one of those moments where I don't think, uh, I think there are a lot of people in New Orleans who stayed because. And very often people stay because you get warned and then the storm hits and it's not as bad as you expected. And it doesn't tear down uh, structures and, and power lines like they might warn you against. And that gives a lot of people, a lot of locals and residents that have been there for a long time and ridden out these storms before. It gives them a lot of confidence that it's it's overblown, almost to your point, Brando, almost kind of they think fake news. They're just trying to scare you. And on this one, um, this was the first time, you know, I live right, right outside of New Orleans. I mean, right on the hip of New Orleans in a suburb, if you want to call it that. And, you know, I had not seen this kind of run on gas stations. I, there was a lot of little weird <laughs> evidence where Is anybody you, putting you the gas in plastic bags this time? Nothing crazy like that. That's These good. were all people just trying to get out. And really a lot of warnings from uh, from everybody, from everybody to get out. And if you don't get out by this time, it's too late. 
that you don't want any of this storm. And so at last second on Friday of last week, my wife and I decided that we would get out of the city because we could. And we were told that we should. And we almost stayed and we left and started driving. And I am going to tell you about the crazy education that is evacuating your home and your state uh, because you don't know what the hell is going to happen. And it's a really weird moment because you're sitting there thinking to yourself, uh, I have one bag and I don't know where you, whoever's listening, <laughs> listeners, listener, you just imagine. Honest, it's just Mitch at this point. Uh, <laughs> Brando with the uh, upsell. You know, I'm already got a bad enough time. You can take your apathy and shove it up your ass for an hour. But yeah, I, I mean, truly, it is one of those things where if you have just a bag and you net, you can fill it with clothes, you can get a backpack with your computer in it, maybe. And then you have a three dogs and we got in the car and started driving along with most of the residents of the neighboring cities and municipalities. And it took a good 15 hours to get from New Orleans to Houston, which is normally about a five, six hour drive. It was nuts. And it really gave you a lot of time to sit there and think, maybe we made a mistake. Maybe we're overreacting. Maybe this thing isn't going to be that bad. And by the time we got set up in our Airbnb and went to sleep, which was in San Antonio, a total of 18 hours mm -hmm. of driving normally should have taken us about eight. And we get to San Antonio, go to bed. And when we wake up the next day, we're already hearing about, you know, huge areas around, around the city that are under three, four feet of water. And just for a point of reference, if your home is under three, four feet of water, it's done. There's no more. That's not much that you can salvage out of that kind of situation. Your home has to be gutted and remodeled and your favorite little table is now funky and fucked up. It's going to need some work to be right again. And your sofa <laughs> that you really were freaking out because your husband spilt some pizza on there and it has stain. That shit doesn't matter anymore because mm. all that funky, mucky, gross ass fucking water is all over the sofa now. And that sofa is now uh, no longer worth keeping in most cases some people got lucky and luckily we didn't get flooded but areas were flooded next thing you know power all the power in the city gone i mean and to feel the funny thing is, is this all this all sounds tragic and like we should be sweating bullets and nervous about it as soon as i knew my home didn't take much damage from the hurricane and that we didn't get flooded i was pretty excited i felt like i had won at hurricane because we got out, we had our dogs, we had our stuff, we knew we had a home we could return to, but that is like the exception that proves the rule. So where am I now, <laughs> you might ask? Where am I recording from? Uh, Mitch, our only listener, according to Brando. I, I drove my ass and my dog's asses and my wife's nicer than my ass ass uh, all the way to Arizona, where we had moved to New Orleans from. So I am coming to you from Tucson, Arizona, and it has been the best ingredient to this whole thing is seeing, like Brando was saying at the beginning, seeing familiar friends, going to familiar eateries and uh, places we love, and just having people be concerned about 
how we're doing and you know we're displaced and we're we're trying to embrace it as a some sort of impromptu getaway vacation but there's just no way of explaining easily that this was the first time for us to have to go through that find the stuff that's important to you throw it in the car um get the hell out of the state try not to run people off the road or get run off the road gas stations out of fuel <laughs> it it really set me yeah. up for when the giant asteroid hits the planet i'll know oh what it's going to look like it's going to look just like it did when i was trying to get the hell out of louisiana so uh i am grateful to be waste like spending my fun time talking to you guys having you on here and doing an episode i'm sorry for being a week late to everybody if you don't understand <laughs> then you might be a prick you also might not know what a hurricane is but thanks for being patient we're back on the air so i'm done pining about it i'm really not looking at it as a bad situation for me personally i will say for the residents of cities like homa laplace grand isle places in the south that i'm sure many people haven't heard of to just be suddenly underwater there's a lot of people who lost their homes and my mother is one of them so there's definitely some tough times we're going to try to do what we can we've got some friends that are going to try to do some fundraising and bring awareness and you'll hear you hear you will hear more about that from us uh coming down the line but uh for right now to say I am grateful to have the friends I have and including you wonderful co-hosts uh, that are here with me today, Becky and Brando, who I haven't even introduced yet. Uh, you know, I, I'm grateful to have the platform and the ability to talk about it and just to get it off my chest. It's nice to talk about it and and almost be done with it, because to be fair, I'm sick of answering the same questions from everybody. Uh, I've got it yeah. on repeat about what happens because it's hard to understand when you're especially if you're in the desert i mean you guys live here and you know your closest way to relate to this kind of thing is a, a monsoon you know monsoon season flash no hurricanes, flood, tornadoes a storm burst but neither one of you have been through a hurricane am i right yeah you are correct tornadoes scare the shit out of me i'm i'm really afraid i'm more afraid of tornadoes than i am of hurricanes, but the hurricane is really yeah. more about like screwing the entire systems that you run on. Like they'll take out the electrical of the whole area. And when the city's in dark and there's nobody uh, to, to you know, keep the rules. I mean, that's what's oh, weird shit. to hear about when you leave is that nine one one stop working. <laughs> like, when do you, what do you do when you get that ad or you get that little thing on your text message? Don't call nine one one there's nobody there or that service isn't working right now. Or if you're in line of uh, 70 or 80 people getting gas and somebody tries to cut in. Jeez. So then gunshots ring out because you want to get gas for your generator. Like those are all real stories going on right now. And you got to know, I feel privileged as fuck because I'm reading about them while kicking back yeah. in 85 degree morning with my sunglasses on by my mother-in-law's pool, hmm. you know, not, I can't, you know, how can I complain about any of that? Hurricanes are scary. Not just not, I'm glad you guys are okay, though. Saying. Anyway, thanks for letting me vent about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely weird. Yeah. We're glad we're okay. We're glad to have the dogs here and 
you know, but to give you an idea, like you going back is one of those, you know, once the city lost power, they've been working for the last week and we have updates that say we won't have power till September the 8th. And, and even then it's not going to be right. I mean, that's a, I think that's a lot of what I'm, I was there after Katrina in new Orleans to help my family rebuild for a few months. And I saw some of it, but this is the first time I'm going to have to live through that rebuilding Mm -hmm. process. And it's a long, long process. It takes years. And I think that that is what people don't, um, I think they don't know that, you know, and then here in Arizona, I remember being here after Katrina. And of course, since, since most Arizonans don't know anything about what they're doing. They're the the sort of immediate questions that they don't realize are somewhat offensive start popping up. Like, why do you even live there, or how could you yeah. not leave? And and that's so, you know they kind of look at it as if you're you're stupid or naive. And uh, you know this there's just there isn't anything like New Orleans. Just like there's nothing like Tucson. I love Tucson, but there's nothing like New Orleans. That's a very unique culture, and you can't recreate that and the people who are married to that that attitude and that that just the culture that defines the city whether it's voodoo or jazz or bourbon street or people referring to distance in terms of beers because you can publicly walk down the street drinking a beer you ask somebody from directions in the french quarter they'll tell you (laughs) that's a three beer walk because that's how many beers and stops it's going to take you to get where you're going you know and so there's something beautiful about all that, but man, it, these moments are, it's interesting. Cause I think it says a lot about the people there too. And special shout out to those that are in the Cajun Navy. You want to talk about community. If you, you can criticize people who might stay in Louisiana, but they do community in a way that I think very few places have a grasp on because these guys are would be in a lot of cases would be nobodies. You might not know who they are. They might work at Sherwin Williams. They might work at when Dixie, they might change the oil in your car. They might be a city council member, but when those floodwaters get up to three, four feet and people are stuck in their homes, they're taking all their fishing boats out into these areas and they're doing, they're going out in those boats and rescuing people and they're not government officials and they're not paid to do it. And I think that's, they should be mentioned. That kind of thing is, you know, national guard is great. I respect the people who do that kind of thing. And, and when they're called, Good upon, humans. they show up. These are guys that do it on their own. And, uh, you know, I'm pretty impressed by that. Yeah. It's good to see good humans and they care about their, the people around them. You know, they put aside all their differences. I know I've made the joke before, you know, all that racism and malarkey and all that kind of stuff goes out the window in those moments. It'll be back later, but in those moments, it's gone. And um, and I'm not suggesting any of those guys in particular or anything. I'm just saying when it boils down to what matters, people in that area are there for each other. And that's a good thing. To, I can say that, honestly. My family watched out for my house in my absence, um, and I know people are looking out for each other. And it's kind of nice to see especially in with all the things we've complained about, you know, when we get caught up in politics or this is on Twitter and people are talking shit or Becky's dated some asshole who's talking too much shit. It's like, it's nice to see that there are strangers that are nice to each other for no reason than they think it's the right thing to do. 
It's sad. It's sad that it takes a natural disaster. It is. (laughs) Well, that just says more about us, you know, as humans. We're that stubborn. (laughs) We're that stubborn across the board that um, that we have to take a natural disaster for us to come in. But like, like I said, all that being said, I was able to. I'm one of the people who could escape, and and I should draw attention to the fact that there's a lot of people who just don't have anywhere else to go. They don't have a car to get there. They don't have the money to buy the gas. They don't have any of those tools and, and they shouldn't be criticized because they couldn't get out, you know, and the city deserves better than a power grid that fails even when a big storm hits it, you know, and that that's a big criticism about infrastructure. Same thing with the highways. I mean, I've never given a shit more about how many lanes were on a highway until I was on a two lane going one way with thousands of other vehicles. And by the time we got to Texas and it opened up to four or five lanes, I was, you know, literally one of those cliche television old men bitching about how there should be bigger highways in Louisiana. And I do not like Texas, <laughs> but I got to give it to Texas. You know, driving around Houston, driving around San Antonio, there is five or six lanes. And it seems like there's, I know there's traffic, but I didn't see it. And it was nothing like what I had in Louisiana. Getting out at least. So kudos to you, Texas. Thanks for helping me get the hell out of you faster. <laughs> 896 <laughs> miles of can't wait to get out of Texas, but oh yeah. gosh, that's the worst drive. It's a tough drive across Texas, rough drive, but glad to be here. Glad yeah. I'm safe. Glad to be near friends. Glad to be back in Tucson. Big shout out to Tucson, the dirty tea. Yeah, the dirty tea. You know, advice to anybody, another unique beautiful place in the world lots of rain lots of monsoons apparently this season i did not know that and i came into maybe the greenest version of this city that i've ever seen i mean the mountain is green that's unheard of so yeah yeah. green with lots of bugs lots of butterflies we were spooking out about how many butterflies are just floating around it's so People awesome, to, but lots of mosquitoes. People need to understand that they can't judge Tucson based on the Momos up in Phoenix. We're a pretty cool city. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. We're not trying. I think Tucson doesn't try to be any. They try to. We're not. They're snobbed. not trying to be something else. I, I always get the impression well, that south Phoenix, of, is, south of Skyline, we're not snobs. Uh, mm, yeah, true statement. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But you know what I mean. As a as a city, Tucson likes its its quirky weirdness, and it's it's relative to Austin, like it is in Texas. It's not trying to be uh, a big metropolis. It's happy to be odd and and a little weird. And I, I think it gives it such unique personality. Phoenix looks like. They took L.A. and dropped it in the desert. Same thing. I would say the same about Dallas. Phoenix looks like Dallas in the desert, too. You know, it's just really big, really fast. And there's I'm sure there's positive points to it, but I I don't ever when I lived here, I never went up there. I just kind of stuck around Tucson. I don't know if you guys do the same. Anyway, I go up to Phoenix a lot. Oh, do you? (laughs) 
Well, I mean, uh, with non-sports related interests, or do do you just kind of like to roll around that city? No, for sports. Yeah, I was about to say sports. Yeah, the sports mecca. And usually Halloween. Oh, I'm sure that's fun up there. Because there's like the Halloween parade on Old Mill. I didn't even know about that. Mm -hmm. We would do the Dia de los Muertos parade here in Tucson and that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. Arizona's got some unique stuff to it as well, but... Yeah, guys, that was my I wanted to spend the first 20 minutes here talking about my uh, my interesting experience escaping a hurricane and and trying to figure out how to make do. Uh, I will probably keep everybody posted here and there, but I won't talk too much about it. And we're going to we're going to stop talking about that part of it now. And we're going to take a little break in a second. But before I do, I want to take care of one little responsibility. I jumped right over at the beginning of the show and remind you that. Brevity Box is brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network. We are a collaborative collection of many different interesting podcasts that you should check out, especially since we just updated our website at ruminationsradionetwork.com, where you can look at all of our new graphic and design. We, I think, have our Patreon, our new Patreon account set up there. If you want to support us, that's a great way to do it. And a lot of exciting new changes and opportunities for the audience to get more involved with us directly and through Discord. More on that to come later. Uh, But for now, we're going to take a small break. And then when we come back, we're going to have to hear about something we haven't heard about in too long. And that's another episode of Becky's Bad Dates. Dum, dum, dum. We're going to have to check that out. Be right back in a little bit. Thanks, Mitch. The year is 2043. You're playing fantasy football. It is championship week. You're trying to set your lineup and you don't know what to do. Robert Griffin IV and his top target, Will Fuller VI, have carried you all season but they're facing a London Jaguars team that has the top defense in the league. Your other quarterback is a 66-year-old Tom Brady who's playing against the much more manageable Toronto Bengals. So you turn to Nick and Elijah of the 25 Yards Later podcast, a production of Sports Obsessive and Ruminations Radio Network. Be a champion. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. No, I don't know. No, just start talking. That was very (laughs) No, no. It wasn't the content, it was the voice crack. (laughs) Fuck it. That was my only idea, and I'm I'm being made fun of. Someone else someone else do this shit. (laughs) And right off of Brando's fumbling of us coming back from a break, we're back. Back to Brevity Box, and we're gonna start (laughs) uh, by laughing at Brando a little bit, but that's what makes this show fun. Good try, Brando. It was cute. Really adorable. (laughs) Uh, Becky, I'm excited. I need I need all the good, funny, interesting stories or stories of other people's strife so that it could take me off of the yeah. thoughts of what I'm dealing with. <laughs> oh, you know what? Well, you guys know I've had a doozy these last couple of weeks. <laughs> Absolutely. I know you had a doozy. I, I am going to take one of Brando's recommendations here and say, uh, before we get to your solid dating story, Becky, I have to give a special shout out mm-hmm. to... The this only is not a paid advertisement that I would recommend for escaping a hurricane. It's and it's a Subaru BRZ. 
Yeah, I know that sounds unusual. Maybe you thought I was going to say an SUV or a pickup truck. And those are really good and arguably better. But in my case, I cannot talk more highly about my wife's car. We bought that car for her. Six-speed Subaru BRZ Sports Coupe. And how did we fit a few bags of our stuff? A couple of laptops and some snacks and food and three dogs in that car. I don't know. I'm good at Tetris. We just got in and had to make it work. But when I say that we got here on about $140 of gas and no problems, and from the time we left Houston till the time we got to Tucson, we were flying down the road. Hey, Subaru, thank you. Those were comfortable seats, an amazing experience, a lot of fun to drive, and the best way to get the hell out of a hurricane-stricken state. Subaru BRZ. Get one and run from a hurricane. You won't regret it. I it's a shame. It's a shame you had to disrespect your sound system. With, that was pretty it is good. a shame you had to, dis- had to disrespect your sound system with some of your musical choices, though. Uh, you know, we need to get into a segment <laughs> about this because Becky's totally going to be on your side along with mm-hmm. my wife. Okay. I know. I know. Brando, what's your accusation? You think I'm long con hustling my wife that she's just my beard? I mean, it's 2021, man. Be whatever you want to be, but just be honest about it. We should move on because that's a touchy subject. We should We're going to get to that. That's just a teaser. That's just a teaser. We'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to my no, questionable a, musical tastes another that time. That will be a Patreon episode. It has to be a Patreon episode. All right. So let's go ahead and change the subject. But Becky, beyond my escaping in a really cool automobile, and besides me giving a really uh, hopeful shout out to Subaru, because maybe they'll sponsor us. Please, please, please. Um, or just at least give me a free BRZ. <laughs> yeah, at least give me a free BRZ. Uh, but you, you have the best dating stories. And you posted about one, and we don't know what the fuck. And we've been sitting on pins and needles because we were supposed to talk about this a week ago before I had to evacuate New Orleans. So, yeah, and before my dog decided to. Oh, yeah, go sports injury. <laughs> Complete sports injury. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Complete sports injury. Only my dog doing zoomies would bruise her spinal cord. Super, super prayers if people want to pray or good vibes or yeah. everything. I know what it's like to have a dog. That's She's doing a lot better. Thank God. Yeah. But you know what? No matter what you're prepared for, seeing that surgical scar on a dog is just sad. It's oh, really yeah. tough. That was a huge one. All right. So yeah. enough sadness. Let's hear about this bad date. What kind of schmuck did you go out with? What's his All name? Right. Chad. So... <laughs> No. Uh, and here we are with douchebag of the week. <laughs> douchebag of I the week. My own, I need my own theme song for this we, segment because I think it's becoming more of a thing. You got it. So it's it can work on that. Okay, we got to. What's yeah, the thank chime? You. We got to. We got to get like. A, um. Whatever. I'm gonna do like. Like an upbeat, like dating show kind of. Oh, you know what? You gotta. And then you gotta bring the. And then it switches to like murderous, like. Dun, dun, like a forensic dun. files we'll have it all ha- yeah. ha- like poppy peppy and like fun and i'll be like becky becky becky's bad dates and then brando's like her bad dates like some baritone yeah exactly exactly Mitch, just clip like that, that and put it to music exactly but what's what's your part <laughs> you gotta go bad dates uh, douchebag of the week something we'll do it later we'll, we'll do it later we'll do it, later. <laughs> we'll do it in post we'll do it in we post. gotta get used to the lingo 
And then I'm just going to stand there with my hands on my face and in the middle. And Not smile. again. <laughs> right. Like some shit like that. Oh, darn. <laughs> All right. Hit us up with it. What happened? Yes. It's time for an arranged marriage. <laughs> <laughs> You'd probably have better luck. Uh, probably in all reality. So I think a couple episodes back, we were talking about being on the dating apps again. Yep. And you guys suggested that I go for a Ron Swanson oh, kind God of guy, like the burly, like bearded. Oh my. Tough looking guy. Oh right? my goodness. Uh oh. So I matched with a guy on the Bumble and his profile picture was him holding a fish and i thought i'm gonna give this one a try he's kind of cute and it shows like he obviously has at least a hobby yeah at least Mm -hmm. one hobby totally fine with that he looked and his profile talked about like being like a rugged outdoorsy sports lover and i was like i'm for that so like let's chat so we started talking and right away he's like do you want to go out and grab grab a bite to eat and I'm like yeah sure him I feel bad because I was like why don't you suggest a place and I'll see if I can go because I have a lot of allergies and he's like oh okay no big deal so the place he suggests is the parish oh my which is seafood yeah (laughs) and I go I go I I can't uh I can't do the parish and he's like why why not and I was like well first of all they're not open because they're only doing like small parties right wow. now. Ask what okay. the allergy is and work from there. Logic 101. Yeah, right. And then he goes, okay, well, then can we go to Red Lobster? <laughs> and I go, I go, Strike no. Two. And he goes, well, he's like, well, what kind of allergies do you have? And I was like, I'm allergic to shellfish. So I can't really go to like a seafood restaurant. And I was like, and I want to apologize because like, even if we like do go to like, a new restaurant for me. I'm going to be asking like a ton of questions. And he goes, oh man, this is, this is going to be really difficult. And I just thought he was joking because it's really hard to tell in like a text message. Was there like an emoji after and that? So we decided, no, okay. no, 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 no. He, he's not an emoji. Yeah, I was about to say, did, did she mention the guy was a, a fisherman? Big... I'm not sure that they emoji. Well, well, yeah. I'm just saying, I mean, if you're just going to jokingly say that, you got to throw the tongue sticking out emoji at the end. So you're intense understood. Yeah, I'm... I'm not a big emoji person either, so I never know. I always get, like, so stressed out with the emojis because I don't know. The only one that I do know is the eggplant. New hieroglyphs. (laughs) You know, eggplants and peaches, but you're not really sure about the facial expression. Yeah. Everything uh, everything else I'm just dumb about. But you send me an eggplant, and I'm like, I'll be there in five minutes. If only they had a sad (laughs) eggplant, you'd be able to speak a full range of emotions, right? Right. Exactly. Um, so we decided to go to Chili's because I can eat there. I know what I can eat there. I know I won't die on this date. He's like, cool. So we go to Chili's and we pull up and he's like, I get out and meet him, (laughs) meet him at the front door. And he like, kind of like gives me the one up and down and he goes, huh? And I was like, excuse me? And he goes on and nothing. He's like, I just thought you were going to be like, you know, like thinner. <sighs> he said that. Whoa, and I was whoa, 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 like, pause. This stranger yeah. to you gave yeah. you the up and down. And then to your face, said, yeah. I thought you were going to be thinner. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, well, I look at him and I go, well, 
you knew I had big boobies. I, I can't be like a stick or else I'll fall over. Like, you knew what I look like because I have pictures of my body on the dating app. I shouldn't have to, but I do. Right. No, fair. That's fair. And he's like, yeah. He's like, mm, maybe it's just the outfit you're wearing. And I was Struck like. Mm, that hurts. I'm, that, mm. <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, you're giving me fashion advice. <sighs> Mr. He was wearing a trucker hat. He was wearing a trucker hat. Wasn't he? he was wearing a tr- he was wearing a baseball cap, which I don't usually mind. A uh, flannel shirt that looked like it hadn't been washed in probably like three weeks. Holy jeans and the dirtiest work boots I've ever seen in my life. I don't mind a working yet, man. Gonna, gonna, I don't like, mind a working man. A time. But you don't have to be no, a prick, I right? I don't, you don't either. Have to be but a total don't, prick about shit. don't comment on my outfit. Yeah. Man. Don't my, don't comment on my outfit. That took me three and a half hours to pick out because I was really excited about this date. A date. So because I haven't been on one in a while. Yeah. So I was actually in that. That's not Ron Swanson. By I the looked way. real good. In defense a- of Ron Swanson, that is not a Ron not. Swanson. Yeah, it's not. He looked like him, and in his profile, it said. If I could compare myself to any character on television, it would be Ron Swanson. And I was like, deal. Like, hit me yeah, up. He does never not tr- know. Never trust a man that says that with zero comedic intent or, or someone That's that actually fair. takes that seriously. <laughs> so, Brando, you want to give. But it's so hard. Pe- give yeah. people a breakdown it's of Ron so Swanson. It's so hard to, like. Yeah. So, Just so they know who we're talking about. So, I got, I got two things here. So, Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec is basically a man's man, a libertarian. Yeah, this is totally a caricature. It's a huge caricature from a comedic actor, actor in general, but great at comedic work. And he's playing this caricature of a man's man on a comedy show called Parks and Recreation. I got it. That is no longer around. Go ahead. This this just came to mind, and I feel like a genius here. Uh, Jack Donaghy (laughs) to Republicans is what Ron Swanson is to libertarians. That's fair. That's a really good. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. perfect. Well, that's well said. perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, but, but Nick part. Offerman plays him as, you know, even though he is odd, it is when it comes down to it, he's still a good man with a good heart. So Right, that, right. That, that's yeah. why that's why we not. love the character. And Ron Swanson the character yeah. or Nick Offerman would never a Actually, I can't say they Let's wouldn't just be honest. He's, it's the, you don't have to but, differentiate. He's pretty much playing himself in the show. He is pretty much playing himself. But the thing is, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be that. That that the thing that surprises me about it, without getting like viscerally angry about it, is I I was raised in a certain way where that seems so absolutely like it almost seems like no one's ever told him how to be on a date. Period. Yeah. Like it just in general. Cause you watched I, I pickup mean, artist stuff and went from there. That was I his attempt don't. at negging. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Now, I, I, gotta say, I did not think of that. I, gotta say, I, I was in that man's situation a couple of years ago on a, on a, a Tinder date. And it was the, the same thing. Uh, it was kind of the same setup. I walked up to her at the restaurant. Uh, she had just come from work. So she was wearing scrubs, which, you know, I think a girl scrubs is pretty hot. I, I can't explain why, but it is. But the pictures she were using online were from, you know, probably 50 pounds ago. You know what I did? I said, hey, nice to, hey, nice to meet you. Let's go ahead and get a table. I shut the fuck up about it. 
Well, kind of to your point, I mean, though, I mean, right? I mean, I, mean, I mean, right off the bat, this was not going to be a second date because I'm not going to trust a person that just isn't upfront and honest like that. But I still went like what? Way. Yeah. Oh, so, just trying to be deceptive about their photos. Exactly. Yeah, like, yes. yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. So, I, again, I was, I was pissed off right off the bat, and only, I'm, again, I'm not, I'm not trying to body shame this person here, but I, I used like, like Becky just said, I used pictures that represented the body I was working with at the time, and I'd at least expect that same courtesy. But no, it's just being comfortable in your own skin. I think if you show pictures that are. Without criticism of anybody's body. I think if you can't be comfortable in your own skin, that's going to be an issue, period. So we went in, got a table. I bought her dinner like an idiot, and then we left. Didn't say a single thing about the, uh, oh, I thought you'd be thinner. Well, that's kind of my, but that's my point, is that when do you, when, I can't imagine being, I I can relate to maybe being in a situation where, I mean, that seems not great but somewhat human that you meet the person that you saw on your online i've never been in that situation but if i did and i knew that i wasn't attracted to that person that isn't the first thing i would say like if i'm like hey nice to meet you yeah. mm, you know what i'm not feeling it I am. you know yeah i mean it just i and i'm a i'm a big enough girl to where he could have been like well i mean like he could have been like oh I'm just not feeling this. I don't want to go any further. And I would have been like, cool, I'm going to go into Chili's and eat anyway. Like, it wouldn't yeah. have bothered me. Just I think I would have been front. open don't for that experience, right? I mean, not rejected. Yeah. Because that does sort of, I guess in a way, it really does say a lot more than he realizes about what his endeavors were. You know what I mean? Like, it's not yeah. about meeting somebody new. It's about, can I get some action? And and I guess maybe he thought Parrish was going to be, you know, fancy enough and extraordinary. Like in Tucson, Creole yeah. food, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, in Louisiana, we don't have counties, we have parishes. And so this restaurant here in Tucson named The Parish, it features a lot of Southern New Orleanian style Cajun food, the best they can do, I should say. And they do pretty good. And so I'm sure he thought, oh, I'll just take her to that really fancy seafood restaurant, the parish. And when that wouldn't work yeah, out, he went red lobster. <laughs> well, what doesn't it seem like that if that's the first fucking thing this dude says? I mean, what a piece of trash. Well, I, I, don't I don't even know. understand. I don't even understand <laughs> the I mean, etiquette all, behind he's that. He's an idiot for just not asking what the allergy is. Well, exactly. he just doesn't care. And yeah, I exactly. Don't- I feel bad enough as it is that I have so many allergies and it makes it hard to go out. So well, I'm not but, like, I don't want to die. I, do have, I, <laughs> I don't want to die. Can I, can I tell you guys a funny, a funny thought I just had? Go I was just thinking about what, how that, what that guy said to you. And I just have this thought in my head that mm-hmm. if I were to do something like that, uh, my father would like dragon ball Z instant transmission up next to me and punch me in the fucking head yelling. I raised you better than that. I just don't get being that. Well, that obviously rude. this guy didn't have that. No, you know what? And let's be real He's here. Trying to nag. For the one listener that we have, I'm incredibly five sexy. Listeners, five listeners. Okay. Ten listeners. When when I try, <laughs> I look good. Becky, I look don't good. don't don't even look. <laughs> believe me, that guy is. I, I I'm with Brando at this point because it's harder for me to understand someone that doesn't, especially 
if you're talking the guy that you're describing, it sounds mm-hmm. like that guy is stupid enough that one of his buddies is like, you know what you should try, man? When you see that first new date, you don't give her compliments and be nice. You give her, you, we do what they call negging. That's being <laughs> negative. You be negative and she will come running into that bedroom like you'd never solved. Wrong girl. I mean, but, but, Wrong but girl. that's, it seems more believable to me that that guy yeah. heard that that worked. Oh, it gets worse. Oh my God. I mean, Keep wait, going. Wait, okay. 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 I, it gets worse. I, I think we went so far off track because we figured the day kind of would have ended right there. But let's go ahead. No. Let's go ahead. Because I was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and, on that, and on that note, we're going to go ahead and take a... <laughs> I was hungry. I was hungry for food and wiener. Okay, guys? Oh, so, my God. I ignored the first red flag. You're like, maybe there's still a chance because I need to get my fix. <laughs> and on that note, now we're going to take a break to hear from we're our... Take we'll another small right. break. We're coming back for more of this, for sure. Hey kids, it's Don Shanahan from the Cinephile Hissy Fit, one of the podcasts on the Ruminations Radio Network. If you've been enjoying this show, come listen to both Johnson and I fight it out over cinema's best and worst the Cinephile Hissy Fit. Find us and all the great shows over on RuminationsRadioNetwork.com. The Minions are pussies. <laughs> That's right. The Minions are pussies and we're back. Welcome minions, back. I need some princess minion, band-aids. Dear gentlemen out there, um, if a woman sends you a meme using minions, that's a red flag. Oh, that's we're gonna have breaker. we're gonna have episodes about red flags what? for men and women. I can't that's wait. A what's whole the, like, what's the the death con like the highest one? Is it five or I one? I can never remember. It's five. Stage five clinger, DEF CON five, five. Yeah. Yeah. DEF CON five if they send you mm. those memes. So, so, okay, so you are hungry for chilies and you're hungry for good. Keep going. Let's hear this. Excuse me. She said wiener. Yeah, Sorry, so I was... Wiener. I'm not I was, sure what... Yeah. Wieners. I was putting my own brevity on the word. It's shorter. Okay. Yeah, thank short, you. Like his, short, like his dick both. probably is. <laughs> <laughs> probably. All right, so we're, in, we're on Especially a dream date. towards the end of the story. We're on a dream date that starts <laughs> at chilies no. and has a, has <laughs> a guy no. in shit-covered boots and a flannel and a shitty trucker's hat look at you and say... And the flannel is, like, so gross. <laughs> oh, boy. Dude, it had, like, crust and on it. And gives you the head-to-toe and says, I thought you'd be thinner. And mind you, I'm wearing a cute pair of wedges, some skinny jeans, and a shirt that effort. made my tatas You put look effort into it. Fantastic. I curled my hair. I used my $50 makeup. If, I, I got to tell you, you this sounds... you like you did the last time I saw you at a... What was that a place? Uh... It was that exact outfit. <laughs> you, yeah, perfect. Hmm. Yeah, Dude, that was good. I'm just saying, good, so far, this sounds like... Uh, an unlicensed sequel to Roadhouse. The whole, I thought you'd be bigger. He's like, I thought you'd be thinner. And then you just kung fu kick him in the face at Chili's where you're the cooler. (laughs) I should have. Oh my God. All right. So you said it wasn't over. Because it only goes downhill from here. Let's go full full throttle. Let's go. Full throttle. So you, so they seat us towards the the section because you know there's like the bar section with the two the um two little mm-hmm. booths sure yeah for the two people so they sit us there and i don't like my back towards the door i don't either neither do i 
I think it's. Uh, uh, so, yeah. so I asked him, I said, can I sit, you know, cause he was going in for the side that I wanted. And I was like, if you don't mind, I have like issues with my back being towards the door. And he goes, well, you need to get over those issues. And I was like, <laughs> fucking. I was like, oh, all right. Jesus. I was like, hmm. I was like, get over my trauma of an abusive relationship. Cool. Dun, dun, I mean, you don't know dun. that, bro, but like, this is why I'm scared of my back. Well, I mean, but out. to be fair, we know why he's single. Yeah, it's a good point. At this point. Yeah, now we I know, know why he's single. single. This is, this is, it just keeps getting better. Just keeps getting better and better. So we sit down and he tries to order a drink for me. Mm. And I absolutely despise when people try to order things for me. I'm an adult. I can order things. So he tries to order me a margarita and I'm like, I don't, I don't like margaritas. And he goes, what? And I was like, I don't like margaritas. And he goes, well, me and my friends were looking at your uh, pictures on your Bumble, and we all think you're a psychopath, and psychopaths drink margaritas. And I'd I love to like, read that clinical study. I was like, I look like a psychopath? We all think you're a and psychopath. And he goes, you know, like you're crazy. And I was like... Like, I'm a crazy girl. I look crazy in my pictures. No, man. Like, I'm trying to, like... This is a team of rednecks. I'm trying to, you, like, get him... You, you can't, you yeah. can't try to, you can't try to, to get put reason to talk about when it. it comes to a team of rednecks. No, man. And I was like, <laughs> what? And I just, like, I'm at this point, I'm, like, done. So I'm just, like, trying. I'm like, what about my pictures is crazy looking? And he goes, your smile. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, let me tell you something. So I have a crazy looking this, smile. This dude, in cool. my mind, I already know you got a team of bumpkins... The flannel thought society is giving him coach him ups on his uh, bumble selections, and he came there to try out a tactic. That's all I can yeah, think of. That's what it feels yeah. like at this yeah. point. So I was like, I was like, I'm hungry. I'm done with you. I don't really, I don't see this going anywhere. But I'm not going to be rude and I'm not going to leave because I'm hungry. You're nice. I'll pay Too for nice. my own food. Mm -hmm. I don't mind. So then we're sitting there and it's kind of silent for a little bit. And then he's like watching the sports and he goes, so do you like sports? And I was like, yeah, my, my profile distinctly says I'm a huge sports fan. And he's like, would you like college basketball? And I was like, I love college basketball. And then he like, literally, this is the noise he makes. He goes, <sighs> and I was like, what now? And he goes, you're probably just one of those girls who says she likes basketball, but really doesn't know shit about oh, it. Boy. Oh, and boy. I was like, Oh no. I was like, oh, okay. God. Here's, here's what I have. Here's, here's right. the image I have in my head. You guys have all seen the movie waiting, right? Remember the mm -hmm. redneck couple? It's that guy. <laughs> what yeah. You, I what, mean, exactly. What sort of, yes. okay, what food did he order? Yes. Oh, wow. This would be interesting. The fajitas. <laughs> Did he order fajitas or fajitas? Oh, God. At this point, I don't remember. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to him. This is the kind of motherfucker that probably puts ketchup on steak. Please continue. Oh, no. He didn't put ketchup on the fajitas. Okay, so. Did he order fajitas? Yeah, he ordered fajitas because something was sizzling when it came out. Um, so he's like. He says, I bet you're, I bet you don't even watch sports. And I'm like, I watch sports. I'm a huge sports fan. I love sports. And he goes, yeah. 
well, did you know that Bobby Knight is the most winningest college basketball coach? And I was like, (laughs) no. No, he's not. And he goes, don't argue with me. I know what I'm talking about. And I was like, I look at him straight in the face and I go, motherfucker. Mike Chichesky is the most winningest basketball coach in college, in men's basketball. I said, he's won 1160, like 1,160 games. I was like, quote me, look it up. And he goes, I don't, he's like, no, you're fucking wrong. You're fucking wrong. And I'm like, look it up. You pay for this dinner, asshole. Look it up. Put your money where you I was like, if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, I go, if I'm wrong, you can get up and leave right now. And I won't tell anybody about this terrible date. And he goes, I'm I'm looking it up right now. Guess who was wrong? (laughs) I was like, don't, I was like, don't play me, homie. I know what I'm talking about. I'm a girl that actually watched sports and doesn't like lie about it. Like who gives a shit about the girl part, right? You are a sports fan through and through. You care about it. You, you educate yourself about it. You know, more statistics than most people uh, that I know, you know, more statistics than I do. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not a huge sports it's fan crazy. like you are. I just think it's, uh, it's crazy. It does sound to me like this dude was just coached up by three morons and sent off to battle. And the, I mean, it doesn't sound and like the worst you know, part is doesn't sound real. He goes, I'm, I'm a huge Duke basketball fan, like huge. I've been since forever. And he goes, you're saying that coach's name wrong. Oh Mind my you, God. my keychain, my keychain is a Duke Blue Devils keychain holder thing, like a lanyard. I was like, please tell me again that I'm saying that name wrong. Please, please insult me one more time. <laughs> and so then after that, I just kind of like shut down. <laughs> I was like, you don't correct me about. But you Duke stayed sports. through for further more. You, how, I mean, how did it end? I was hungry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I'm stubborn too. I'm stubborn as well. So I'm not gonna be like I'm in my head. I wasn't gonna be like, okay, I'm leaving and I'm letting this guy win. No, I'm staying, and that motherfucker has to look at my face and know that I'm not having a good time. That. That's where my brain that was. That sounds like Southwest meets Chicago sports. Like, really? I mean, it just <laughs> sounds like a casual fair yeah. weather fan meets somebody from a city that like chews it up and eats and breathes it, you know? And yeah, it, it, you know, yeah. I mean, it just sounds, it does sound to me like a bit of a bit, you know, like he's, he's covering, yeah. he, he thought that stuff was, I don't know. He thought he Did could you think he me. was? Do you think he thought he was being charming? I think he. You know did. what I mean? I like he thought he, did. he He thought in his head that he was being charming, but he doesn't realize I it came off the wrong way. Oh, you know what it is. And mind you, mind you guys, he didn't even open the door. I was the one that opened the door to the restaurant. He didn't even do the reach or anything. That should have been my indication to just turn around yeah, and go. This back guy to the was car. raised by a divorced single father. No, no, no. Here, no here's what it is. Here, no, no, no. <laughs> it, I don't think women. it's that. I, 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 I think I got it. This is a guy that has that weird girls only like the asshole mentality. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I if he know. if he thought that at all, girls only like the bad boys, douchebags. I'm, so I'm just gonna telling be mean you to him. Should they fuck me? 
Look, he's probably pissed off about some other relationship he had. I'm speculating entirely. It's just that everybody I've met like that is either running off of bad advice, putting up some character show that isn't genuine to them, which is sad and funny because it would be even worse if he stuck to that whole bit and in and behind all that bullshit and was a decent human, right? Like that would be the real but yeah. and that happens. I mean, I've I've known guys who who are both right that they don't realize they're coming off that way, mm-hmm. and I think I mean, look, oh yeah, full, full disclosure. I'm sure I've been that guy once or twice. You know, I don't know. I don't have. know how other people are receiving me. <laughs> I think I'm being funny. Back you know? in back in your old douchebag days, I, I'm not sure there's too many different douchebag days. <laughs> when you were fucking your girlfriend's best friend. <laughs> wow, I forgot to tell yeah. that story. Yeah, that's that's definitely when that could have happened. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Becky. What a fresh reminder. You're welcome. I'm just I'm just here to remind you. I'm only you. two degrees away from this flannel coated asshole. Somehow I made it out. <laughs> oh man, thank you. That that story helps me forget. So no, it's not. I was even about to done. say, did you get leftovers? Did you get a dog? Why well, we keep going? What happened? Well, well, I, I got a doggy bag. Ordered dessert just to make him sit there even longer. I did. Nice. I did. Nice. I did. All right. So go on. How does I got my I got worse? my chicken crispers. <laughs> did it get worse or so did it just end? Up. Yeah. No, it got worse. Oh gosh. You guys are you don't even know. So it ends and like he goes in for the hug and I'm like, <laughs> what? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> After all this, the guy's like, good time for a hug. This is it. Yeah, he goes, he goes, he literally goes, I had a really nice time and like goes in for the hug and I like lean back and I go, no, no, bro, no. And the bartenders could see and they started to laugh really loudly. (laughs) And I was like, no, I'm good. I was like, I did not have a good time. Yo. And he goes, really? And I was like, yeah. I was like, were we on the same date? Are you high right now? Are you drunk? I was like, I did not have a good time. I was like, yeah, 10 dude, out he of 10 thought, would he, not he recommend he was going out charming. with you ever again. He thought he was being cute. And so and like charming. I start, I Yeah. So I start like walking, I walk out to my car, I get in my car, and I like need a minute to like compose myself because I'm about to have a mental breakdown. Cause I was like, I swear to God, if I go out with one more fucking bad <laughs> dude, and I'm like smashing my head on my steering wheel, and all of a sudden I hear a knock oh, on my window. God. No. And I turn my head and it's him. And he like gives me like the roll down your window sign. And I was like, I roll down my window and I go, can I help you? And he goes, um, do you think I could use your phone? And I was like, you have a phone. And he goes, well, it's dead. And I was like, what do you need my phone for? And he goes, well, I have a flat tire. <laughs> and I need to call AAA. Karma's a motherfucker. And I was like, I was like, you don't know how to change a flat tire? And he goes, no. Uh, what? And I was like, oh. Tune in. Really? And he goes, he goes, what? Do you know how to change a flat tire? And I was like, well, actually, yes, I do. <laughs> so I went and I changed his flat tire for him just to rub it Are you fucking with more. me? You changed that man's flat tire? No, I, I changed, I changed, changed a flat, flat tire, tire just to, to prove a point. I love it. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. <laughs> this is the part of the game where if you were a gamer, Becky, you'd be teabagging this guy. I am so happy right now. 
I feel I bad that I changed his tire. I didn't get dirt. I didn't get that dirty. And then when I was done, I got up in his face and I went. That was really easy. And then I got in my car and I drove away. <laughs> you know, dressing like a complete redneck piece of shit doesn't make you a man. Changing a tire after you had a bad date with a real piece of shit is what makes you a man. <laughs> and then you just walk yeah. away. Man. <laughs> and mind you, I was in heels. Wedge heels. Thank you. This is... Hot. Changing a tire. It, it, in it a sounds lot. like a fucking... I find that weird. I find that weirdly like hot. <laughs> well, that's because you grew up with those Hot Rod magazine centerfolds where the girl in the bikini was changing a tire. No, Doug, I had Car and Driver magazine. There ain't no centerfolds in there. Man, Becky, uh, unbelievable as usual. Incredible. <laughs> I cannot believe where you... How do you do it? I mean, my wife has a thing where she basically messes up all electronics that she touches so if a computer is supposed to work mm-hmm. one way, she'll go to do it, and it just won't work for her that way because of some weird electromagnetic signal emulating from her core. I have no idea how to explain it. You seem to have this with dating apps. I mean, maybe it's, yeah. it's just the dating app. And what a weird time to be looking for dates because it's not like, would it just be odd to you if some guy came out of the woodwork like, hey, let's have dinner sometime? Would you freak out and think, stalker, my life's in danger? No. Okay. No. So it just doesn't happen today. I've gotten, I've got, it doesn't happen today, but I've like, I'm always usually the one to like make a move like somewhere out. Like I've been at the grocery store before and accidentally hit somebody with my cart. Quote unquote. It wasn't, it wasn't. Holy shit. You stole Um, that move from Allie McBeal, didn't you? I did. What a reference. I did. Brando <laughs> is not so tough that he doesn't watch Allie McBeal. No, no, no. It, uh, uh, Brando, I'm serious. That was literally the one episode everybody. of Allie McBeal I've ever seen. Sure, buddy. We know you have that yeah. dancing baby as your screensaver. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I only I had to I, I had to watch a couple episodes of Sex in the City once because a girl I had a brief oh, thing with said that I reminded her of Mr. Big. And I didn't this know if that better. was a compliment or you, someone no, taking a dig don't. at me. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> Keep it real, Becky. Keep it real. You don't know. Brando's better than Mr. Big. I agree. See, I had to find out. I didn't know if it was a compliment or not. Mm, it's not no. for what I'm saying. You would never leave someone hanging as long as okay. Big left okay. carrying. Okay, now, now you're getting into too much intel. I don't want to know. I never watched that show. Okay, I'm not going to lie. Can't mind. do it. I didn't mind Cougar status, Kim Cattrall, though. That was pretty nice. Kim Cattrall has <laughs> been a crush since Mannequin. Actually, scratch that. Big trouble, in little China. Big trouble, little yep. China. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The yeah, the green eyes, blonde of hair, green of what? Yeah, the green eyes. That's what it was. Jade eyes, or whatever he would call it. Oh my God, guys! Thank you so much for that uh, and your lack of participation, Brando. But as always, you had the the one liners that made it work. And I, I had something <laughs> I wanted to talk about, but I had an awful week at the Sprocket Factory, and I I didn't prepare. Well, I, didn't we're gonna give be... a, I didn't want to give a subpar product because I feel I've done that on here before. <laughs> That's usually when it's 40 milli Brando. 20 milli Brando still delivers. No, <laughs> Becky, great, great story. I, I, I hate to, it, I'm yeah. in a weird place because I want more stories, but I also kind of want you to find happiness. But there's just a, a dogfight going on about, <laughs> n- maybe not for a little while, maybe a few more crazy Bumble dates. We need more content first. My God. 
God, you oh, yeah. changed of the man. Even if I'm settled tire. down and happy, even if I'm settled down and happy, I'll still go Becky, out on a bad day. Because you literally changed you a flat tire to shame a man that didn't know how to do it after the way he treated you in there. Yeah, you're officially my fucking hero. Yeah, I, I gotta start calling. I gotta start <laughs> referring this guy as Tyrone just because of an Erica Badu song. If you haven't, <laughs> you, you, you gotta go listen to "Call Tyrone" from Erica Badu, and that'll. That tells the whole story about who this guy would have been if you guys had somehow made it work. And I 100% believe, 100% believe that that guy was putting on what he thought was a charming character trying to neg his potential date. <laughs> and it just, I, I think it's hilarious the way that it worked out. He just picked the wrong girl. He just picked the Don't wrong girl. Don't argue with me. Now, here, Don't here, argue with me. That's here, a that's a huge <laughs> fucking flag. Here's the thing. Here's one thing he did that I kind of uh, I kind of understand the the Bobby Knight thing, it, but it could be done in a better way. And that's a that yeah. would be a good way to suss out if someone is actually is on their shit or if they're full of it. But you know what else yeah. too? But you could if, do but you could do that in a cute, charming way. If you're the like kind that of scene, like that scene from My Cousin Vinny with the timing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But mm-hmm. if you're the kind of guy that's interested mm-hmm. in that kind of woman, some a woman who is, you know, self-made, empowered, knows her shit, there's I mean, tell me this wouldn't work, Becky. If he had hit the same the, all the same notes, uh but not the negative stuff and not the critical criticism mm-hmm. stuff, but he played dumb and was happy to mm-hmm. to be you know, corrected, you know, impressed by your sports acumen yeah. and really just gave you the floor. Tell me that wouldn't have been you. Oh, my panties. I was about to say, off. you might've gotten more than just baby back ribs. You would have gotten yeah. both of your yeah. a- 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 appetites filled. Yeah, literally. <laughs> it would have been done. Yeah. See, this guy doesn't know. I wouldn't, have had, I wouldn't have ordered dessert. I would have just been like, you're my dessert. Like the minute that he looked it up on the phone, he's like, oh, my God, you were totally right. I am full of shit. I had no idea. That is so attractive that, you know, I had no idea. We would would just have to go to the bathroom. We would just have to go to the bathroom right then and there. (laughs) You know, I got to tell you, every time I hear you drop that Chicago A bathroom, I just think (laughs) of that scene from Ted when she's like, oh, crap. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. I'm gonna go stuff my fucking face with Pepperidge Farm. <laughs> oh crap! I don't realize I do it either. And you guys call me out, and I'm like, it is really bad. That's so funny, bathroom. We might have to go to the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> oh man okay let's we're you know, at... you know when that happens that's <laughs> becky from the street shining through oh becky from the block becky from the block, <laughs> becky from the block. <laughs> yeah we gotta get some theme music for becky's bad dates becky from the block i love it it's so funny uh, we gotta get some old crap drops in there <laughs> oh crap oh crap it's becky from the block oh crap <laughs> <laughs> we might have to go to the bathroom. Oh, don't you know? <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I started off talking about something trying and I ended up laughing my ass off. I'm, my stomach hurts, <laughs> man. Thank you again. I can't oh, wait till we do this again. And I'll, I'll, 
I'll hopefully be back home soon. Power's coming back on the 8th in New Orleans. And yeah, I'm going back. And yeah, I'm going to ride it out maybe. And if they tell me to leave, I'm going to come back to Tucson because it's Get that Mexican pretty food. decent. Oh, God. Shout out to Boom. all the good Mexican food here. Just absolutely delicious. Special thanks to my co-hosts here, which are irreplaceable. And thank you for bringing me into a happy place and a good mood. I'm going to see both of you again. I've seen Brando a couple times. Becky, by the end of the week, the three of us us have to get together. I mean, it just has to happen. Maybe we do a live episode. Maybe we could swing that and see how that works out. Mm -hmm. Um, Thanks, everybody, Mm -hmm. or one person who keeps joining us as a listener. We really appreciate you. Thanks, Patrick. Patrick. To be fair. even though I joke about that, I do have a question I want to pose on the listeners. And you can submit your answers to brevitybox at gmail.com. Is it brevityboxpodcast at gmail.com? Thank you very much. Or so, on Instagram at brevityboxpodcast on, on Instagram. That's my direct so line. That's your direct line. My wife talks Definitely. to you often there. <laughs> yes. I love so it. The question is what do you think involved a larger quantity of people? The pull out of Afghanistan or all the men currently pulling out in Texas? Waka waka. <laughs> What's your funny ass joke? Brando. <laughs> Brando with the buzzkill. <laughs> and on that bombshell. <laughs> oh, God. We might have some uh, editorial. Today's liberty. episode is brought to you by Vasectomies. <laughs> Oh man, guys! If any, thank and you if any medical providers out there want to give me a free vasectomy, I will totally give you a shout out on the podcast. Uh, we're going to make that a challenge coming soon. <laughs> oh man, thank you a- for. We're going to live. We're going to live podcast Brando's. If we can do that, we'll definitely get listeners <laughs> for sure. Uh, all right, <laughs> look for that on the we'll Patreon. Make a blog out of it. Well, let's let's drop that little Patreon info again. Check us out on our website www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. We're really happy to be part of the network, proud of everything they've done. Check us out. Check out the website. Check out the other podcasts. I know I've talked about them several times, and they're very entertaining. And you want to know how I know that? I'd say 18 hours of drive time getting out of a state that I've already talked about being hit by a hurricane. I listen to a lot of our content, and it's all entertaining. And if you can't find one that you are totally obsessed with you'll definitely find another maybe it'll be us but keep coming back check us out again for episode 30 coming soon and again please forgive us for missing a week i wouldn't have left you if i didn't have to baby we'll be back thanks again for listening to brevity box we'll see you next time (laughs) Bye. bye Come back in at uh, 43. I'm bleeding. We're right back. Oh, crap. <laughs>